this episode of the OP Radio Podcast sponsored by SkylightFrame.com. Use the code OPOPIE. That's SkylightFrame.com. S K Y L I G H T F R A M E. SkylightFrame.com. Use the promo code OPOPIE to get $10 off. All right? All right. Yeah, Damn, bro, your beard's getting longer. My hair's getting longer. Yeah, well, I don't have the luxury of that second option, so this is what I got. Yeah, and you got a nice pond behind you. Are there are there any fish in that pond? There's plenty of uh, catfish and bass, and there's actually an alligator out there as we speak. Really? That um, he's not too close, but I'm literally like checking over every so often because he's yeah, he's definitely sniffing around. Alligators don't want anything to do with you. But you know, every They're, once in a while, they grab they grab a kid or, or two. But in general, they don't give a crap about you. Well, th- right. They're very timid. But how timid is an alligator if it's fucking starving? I mean, it's coming for you. You know, like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's it's not going to hesitate. I was going to say when I used to golf in Florida, we would uh, we'd run into get alligators. They would be sunning themselves right on the right on the course. Oh yeah, right oh, off yeah. the fairway, bro. You didn't even have to like slice your ball to see the alligators. This is a whole thing, and like when I take the dog out, because we live on a canal in Florida. Yeah. When I take the, when I take the dog out at night, I'm always with a flashlight because there's like a a ditch next to the canal. Yeah, I know, I know there's going to be an alligator just laying in there someday. I mean, it's it wouldn't be you can't you can't be surprised if you find that. You know. Yeah. What's this rumor right here? You're going to pay a comedian a million dollars to be on the show? What the fuck? Well, I mean, you, you met me a little <laughs> too late there, brother. <laughs> I could maybe pay you. Uh, I can maybe pay you like a thousand dollars a year. Yeah, or pay me that twenty that just came in, right? Yeah, just well, do I, that. Well, I got to give you, I got to give you half of that after YouTube takes their cut. So I might, oh, I course, might be able to course. give you about seven dollars and fifty cents for a live streaming today. That sounds perfect. I'll get a burger with cheese. Point to about where that alligator is. It's that little dark spot, or that little spot in the water. See the grass that's in the middle of the water in the middle sure. of the shot. Yeah. If you go to the right, if you go to yeah. the right, that's the alligator. I, I, I hope, <laughs> I hope, he, <laughs> I hope he pops out of the water and just starts walking toward you while we're doing this. Don't worry, I got it. Because you can't that, really see. I, I can no, that, see what's going on back there for you. Yeah, just kind of, you know, if you see some, yeah, just uh, in the water, yeah. No, he's all just right. kind of sunbathing. That's all he's doing, just kind of sunbathing. God, since the last time we talked, we both have gotten vaccinated now. Yep, got the full second shot. That was a month ago. Right at a month ago, I got the second shot. Look, all I know is I'm glad that I don't have, uh, or I don't have to worry about that part of it anymore. I tell you, when I was I was driving from uh, Houston to College Station to go visit some friends, and uh, um, I stopped at a convenience store, and you know, I'm like, it's Texas, and it's a small town, and I'm like, you know, a lot of people aren't wearing their mask, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm fucking vaccinated. Why, <laughs> right. why, why do I need? Why do I need to mess with the mask, right? So, like, literally, as I'm walking into the convenience store, I chickened out and put the mask on, like, last second before I yeah. went there. Because, I mean, I, I haven't gone in this, inside any place without a mask, you know? It's also a way to avoid bullshit from people. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I'm, I'm masking up still. Benjamin Tucker just gave another $20 for Judd to wrestle an alligator. Come on, Judd. No? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
We lost John Jones. Oh my God, did the alligator get him? People who hate on Opie literally have nothing better to do. What the fuck is with the negativity? It's just the world we live in. People rather focus on negative shit than positive shit, unfortunately. He's back. I don't know what's happening. Let's see. Are you using Wi-Fi? Uh, no, I'm not using Wi-Fi. I was out here helping my dad do some shit. And right. so, and he took, he took off. So yeah, you know, dragging wood and doing bullshit like that. Do they have Wi-Fi in the house? Oh no, there's, there's no house out here. Where the fuck are you? It's, it's about 10 minutes from my parents' house. You know, it's just like a little place that we have to go fishing and, and shoot shit and burn right. shit. You know, redneck oh, stuff. God. You know, that's all it is. This was the spot, dude, when I was in high school for parties. I can imagine. I mean, this, was, this was the fucking place. But then, again, my dad was county judge. Yeah. So, like, all the sheriff's deputies knew him. And they, you know, some of them are real dicks. And they'd, you know, literally call my dad at night. You know, and say, hey, there's uh, your son's out there again, you know, whatever. Now, this is the first time you're seeing your parents in a year, right? Dude, it was, uh, it was like, uh, four, yeah, 14 months. So you took the road trip from Florida to uh, Texas to go see him? Flew into Houston and then went to College Station, then Austin, and then nice. down, down to see my folks. So, yeah, I've been eating my way through Central Texas at every barbecue joint I can find. I can imagine. It's, it's been pretty good. I did, I did the real fat guy thing. I was in a... What was it? Rock Rockdale, Texas, on the way to Austin. It's just like a little small, small town. Yeah. And uh, and I was gonna get, I wanted to get something to eat, and there was a burger joint, and it said established 1973. And I'm like, okay, well, that's probably worth something, you know. So I pull in, and I go there, and I get a burger. I pull out, and like one block later, it says uh, the top 25 barbecue places according to Texas Monthly oh. Magazine. And I was like, well, shit, I gotta go there too. Oh, okay. okay. I had a I had a, a burger and brisket for uh, lunch the other day. Yeah. Beautiful. How was it seeing your parents? Oh, yeah. Did they look different? Like, was it emotional? Was it? No, I, I, I've, I've talked to them, you know, on Skype and shit like that, you know, and uh, my mom, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't necessarily like the beard. She told me I look like an insurrectionist. No, you would have fit in nice on January 6th. You would have fit right in there. If I was in Brook Brooklyn, I'm a hipster, but in Florida, like total white supremacist. This yeah. is the look, you know? Now, right, right. which guy would you have been? Let's just say if you decided to storm the Capitol with everybody, which guy would you have been? Would you would you have been putting the feet up on uh, Pelosi's desk? Would you have been uh, the, the guy uh, just walking through with the Confederate flag? Would you be climbing the wall? <laughs> well, which guy would you have been, you think? Now, I, I, I would have been the guy back at the truck finishing up the hot dogs. That's, that's <laughs> the guy I would have been. I got an answer no. for me. If I, if I okay, started the Capitol, that? I definitely would have been feet up on the desk guy in, in one of the offices. Uh, so? Just trying to find shit. You kind of you look like the guy who took out the lectern, who was walking <laughs> out with the, you know, that could have that been you. Yeah, yeah, those people, like, you, can you imagine? Those people had no idea the shit they were going to be in just by being on those grounds. Right. right? And I mean, they did, I mean, there's, you know, e even that guy who was dressed up like Chewbacca or whatever the fuck he was yeah. like that dude, he, he, he apparently destroyed nothing. He just walked around and was, you know, carrying on and sat in the speaker's chair and all that. That dude is fucked. Right. I mean, he is screwed beyond screwed. I mean, yeah. so many people are. And then, then what is that? They tried to, um, they, they went and they raided some chick's house to get Nancy Pelosi's 
laptop back and it was the right. wrong house. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh my God. Well, no, what's so funny about that? And and here we go. We'll trigger all so, all sorts of people. But like the guy in Nancy Pelosi's uh, office with his feet up on the desk, finding emails and whatever he could find. All yeah. those people assumed it was okay to do this because they really believed Trump said go for it. Well, it's the it's the look. If they really were listening, honest to God, dude, if they were really listening to what Trump said, they wouldn't yeah. have actually stormed the Capitol. This is a right. mob mentality. They weren't even hearing what he said. Yeah. They were just all fucking jazzed up. <laughs> Everybody's there. Everyone's half drunk and shit. And they're like, we're going to storm. Like, you know, like the movies. Like, we're yeah, going sure. to do this shit. And, you know, all, you know, in that mentality, all it takes is a couple people to break a window and some rednecks like, fuck, yeah, that's that's what we need to do. Get in there. You know, well, and then it turns into the mob uh, mentality. You're like, oh, I, I guess it's okay because everyone else is doing it. So I, just, yeah, you just march along like this, and you're uh, you're right in there in the Capitol. Right, and you think that if a cop approaches you, you're just going to say, "I just followed the men. I didn't know what was going to yeah happen why? or why? anything." Yeah, what, what about, was the deal? You would probably do this. You'd be like, "Well, what about everybody else? Yo, are you going to get that guy?" Yeah, what right. about that guy over there? No, he took a shit on the floor. What am I going to you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Good God, man. Yeah, I don't know. I just, that that's it, though. It's just the mob mentality. They're like, here we go. We're going to do this. We're going to yeah. storm, storm it. But, I mean, God, those people are just so screwed in so many ways. Oh, yeah. my God. It, they're still picking them out. Every every other day, it's like some blurry image. And like, now we know who this guy is. Right, right. Well, and, I mean, think about it. It was like the most documented thing that had happened in forever they have high high res pictures of all yeah. these fuckers yeah i mean you know they got you know a guy with a baseball cap and a, and a mask on but they're able to determine who he is with his eyes you know yeah exactly yeah no that was not the not the place to be if you're fucking around that's for no sure. man so i gotta read the text from last night i could do that right do you, do you want me to just tell it or do you want to read or do you want to read the? i, I want to read it because it's such okay. a shock and then and then <laughs> we'll go from there i think yeah all right go ahead go ahead yeah from my point of view i was just minding my own business having a nice night with the family you right. know my, my wife's having a glass of wine i'm having a beer nothing too crazy and we're watching a marvel movie you know because my right. son's really into the marvel movies all of a sudden so which we which one were you watching the ultron one. Oh, nice yeah yeah we're going that's backwards good. for some reason oh that's all right because we already saw endgame and then we went and saw ultron Okay, okay. Have you watched these movies, by the way? I've seen them all, yeah. I like Don't it. Don't you think it's silly when Captain America loses a fight that he has he has to awkwardly go find his shield and strap it to his back and walk away? Right, all dejected and shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, when he loses a fight, that shield looks really stupid. Right. So you called me, and I go, wow, Judd's calling. That's a little weird on a on a Saturday night. I wonder what he wants. Uh, I, I, but yeah, we're in yeah. the middle of the movie, so I, I just wrote <laughs> yeah. to Judd. I go... Please text me because I figure I could take a peek at my phone without my son noticing and still watch the movie and see what the hell's going on with Judd Jones, right? Sure. So Judd writes, ha, just seeing what's up. Down for a live stream tomorrow if you are. And I go, uh, I, well, I didn't say anything for five minutes. So you didn't get my attention with that, I guess. Uh, and then oh, all of a sudden yeah. you write, I'm at my parents' house on the back porch, drunk and eating edibles. And I found their neighbor dead on the toilet earlier. And I just write, what? And you wrote, he yeah. was 93, didn't answer his phone. So me and dad did a wellness check. He wasn't well. <laughs> he wasn't well. He wasn't, he, he wasn't well at all. 
That's a yeah, hell of a was, text was, to that, receive on a Saturday night from your friend. <laughs> oh my God. So what happened? Yeah. No, he, uh, this guy, I mean, he and his wife lived in the house, like, you know, right across the street from us my whole life. Right. Yeah. His wife, his wife died five years ago and he's nine, he was 93 and he had some heart stuff before my mom checks on him. One of the other neighbors checks on him. She's in touch with his sons who live in Houston and all that. And, uh, one of the sons called and said that, uh, his dad wasn't answering. And, um, so mom went over there to check and then she, you know, he leaves the door, but so she kind of yelled in, but then she didn't want to go in. Yeah. And so then, we, and so then we went over there and, uh, you know, he's 93, he's not answering. He's got his little dogs in there and, uh, you know, dad and I are walking in. It's like, we're like, this is not going to end well at all. Right. And then what was, te- what was, what actually made me laugh a little bit, th- this is bad. Okay. So, so we're walking in and he hasn't seen me in years. I mean, it, sometimes you might see me when I come in just from a distance or whatever, but yeah. I'm thinking to myself, you know, if he's in there and you know, hell, I know he's got guns. I don't want him to fucking shoot me because I'm an intruder. Sure. You know, but right. But I'm like hollering his name out. And so is my dad. And, and then we get into the bedroom and dad takes the turn and then I take the turn and there he is on the toilet. He was just, uh, didn't, uh, didn't get to finish his morning ablutions or whatever the word is. Yeah. And, and my mom was on, this is terrible. My mom was on the phone at, at the front door with the son. Yeah. And then my, my mom hollers, hollers something at my dad. And then my dad real loud goes, he's dead on the toilet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm thinking the son heard that. Right. And I was like, Oh shit. Right. But yeah. Sure enough. And then yeah, we checked his pulse and everything, but, yeah, he was he was gone. It might, and I don't think it happened very long before we were there. To be honest with you, yeah, hell, that's the way I want to. That's the way I want to go. Shit. Well, hell yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> did you guys do the common decency thing? And did you flush the toilet at least for the guy? No, no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't mill around out there. We didn't. We didn't do any of that. We just called the called the police like straight away. Yeah. And uh, they showed up like they showed up like just a few minutes after that. And then um, and he had everything set up with his. Um, uh, the funeral home and all that. So, you know, we just had to wait there. And then the, one of the cops comes in, we were just going to leave and, uh, we let the dogs out for a minute, you know, and all that stuff. And then we were going to leave. And the guy, the cop says, uh, well, we're going to lock the door. And we're like, well, we don't have any of the keys or anything like that. And he goes, well, cause he's got a bunch of firearms in there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't want to leave it unlocked. And so we found the keys and Right. I had to wait there until they t- took him away. And then the, the son from Houston finally got there and, you know, was taking care of stuff. But yeah, man, it was a, it was a weird, it was like a weird lunchtime thing, you know? Yeah. Kind of a oh, trip. That happened, that's, it happened during the daylight. Oh yeah. 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 No, it was, it well, actually it was like, I think like 11 o'clock in the morning now. That's what I, it was. I think that makes it more creepy. I think. Well, I mean, the lights were on. It wasn't like we were going into some dark room or anything, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, what? yeah, it was pretty. It, it was pretty wild. But, um, yeah, I, I texted that to the lady too. I was like, "Hey," she was like, "How's it going today? How's it going with your folks?" I'm like, "Great. Found the neighbor dead on the toilet." You know. <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. Were you horrified by the scene, or were you just like, "Yeah, whatever"? No, I, it wasn't really a big deal to me. It's not the first dead body I've seen. Who else did you see dead? Uh, found uh, a friend of my dad's before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same kind of thing. He wasn't answering. And then uh, who else? I think another friend's dad. 
I, uh, but see, I used to, uh, I was, I was going to tell you this before I used to work at the, uh, my, my grandfather owned the monument shop, like tombstones in my hometown. Okay. Right. So that was my, that was my job setting tombstones, like all through high school. And I'd come home for the summers in college. And I was like, I was the only white guy on the crew, but I learned a lot of Spanish, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, there was actually, there was two things, not to segue away from that necessarily, but there's two things about this you'd appreciate. Um, one time, sometimes like when, uh, what is the mausoleums when people are put in the wall, if, if you can't pay for it, then the body is transferred and they take it somewhere else. Right. So unless you've got it fully paid, if you don't pay the bill, you got to, you know, move the body. And so, uh, we had, we were over there one day because there was some other company that was going to be taking the body out and we were doing the monument and all that stuff there. And uh, so we were in that mausoleum and apparently like when they embalmed this guy, they didn't do it the proper way or something like that. So they pull out and it was like chest high. They pull out the rack with the, with the coffin in it yeah. and the dudes like decom decomposing body fell out oh. of the bottom of the like onto the ground, like and one oh of the Mexican guys was like, Bleh! he threw oh up. It was, like the, it was like the worst thing, man. Yeah, that was pretty hardcore. Yeah, Th there was a, so much shit working for that monument. At one time, um, you have another story. Oh yeah, yeah. This isn't this is not a body story, but this is pretty funny. Okay. Um, like we were setting we were setting a monument down on the coast in some cemetery, and it was just like the flat piece with the vertical piece that you place on there, right? Yeah. Well, those, those just kind of set there, the vertical pieces set on the base. Um, and, and you just put like a caulk around it. Cause they're so heavy. That's why some people, you can push over the, the tombstones, right? Cause there's, so there's no, no like rebar or anything that's going up in it. And so you place the stone on the thing and it's got spacers that you put there of wood first and, you know, line it up and all that. And then you just kind of lean it forward and set it. And then the thing, all right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was like, I was like the strong, <laughs> the, I was like the strongest of the guys on that crew. They were all just like little Mexican dudes. And so I, I get up behind the monument and I've got my hip on it and it's kind of resting vertically. I mean, it's, it's really heavy. I mean, it's like, you know, thousands plus pounds. And um, so it's just barely resting on my hip and I'm standing there. And the guy, the little Mexican dude, was uh, taking out the spacers, yeah. and 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 he was putting the weatherproofing caulk in there, right? And so he moved the spacer, and I see him move it, and I said, "You ready?" And he goes, "Yeah." And as soon as he pulled his hand away, he got some of that caulk on his finger and pulled it back. And as I'm pushing it forward, he kind of jabbed his finger in there to push the caulk back in. Yeah. And the edge of those stones is like a razor. I'd set that stone down and cut the tip of his ring finger off. No kidding. Right? It just cut the cut the from like the first knuckle up on his ring finger, cut it off. Right. And he comes up and he's holding his hand. He's like, ah, I was like, fuck, fuck. And, right. And once, once, the, once the stone's on there, there's no moving it. Yeah. Like there's no moving it at, at all. Right. And so we wrapped, I got a t-shirt and wrapped it around his hand and, you know, took oh, him to the hospital I, I, and whatever. And I assume because he cut his finger off, you, you figured I, I got to kill this one too. Yeah, just bury him right there. Right. I don't need any problems. Yeah. Pat Duffy, right. you're getting people are beating the crap out of you in the comments. And when you said that yeah. you had another story, I said another story about a dead body, right? Pat Duffy writes, This isn't a, a body story. This is about one that got away. <laughs> they all think right, 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 right. They all think well, it's a serial it made, killer. No, no. The, it, well, the, the finger story, when we're talking about the other one, made me think of the finger story, and you'd appreciate it. But the end, the end of that story, 
yeah. is that that guy worked for my grandfather for years. We had to go back the next summer and work there. And we went to go to that monument and there was still like a little dark spot on the bottom from the caulk, like where his finger had just like rotted in there. Oh and, my um, God. so even like years, years later, yeah. he had one of those fingernails that grew out straight from his finger. Cause it was cut off. <laughs> it looked, it looked like a dog, right? It was right. terrible. Yeah. I felt so bad. Uh, DL writes, <laughs> this dude is fucking taking trophies. Call the FBI. <laughs> this is what? They think you're taking trophies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, don't. Yeah. don't I, just, I, don't like to fuck I don't like to fuck around. That's what it comes down to, you know? Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Actually, I did. We did find a dead body in the, in the lake not far from here another time. But okay. it was at a county park, and it was when my, it was when my dad was county judge. And right. we went out there and there was a, there was a dead body. Somebody died in there. Oh yeah. Those bodies everywhere out here. Uh, so, t <laughs> so finding your uh, dad's neighbor dead on the toilet is no big deal for Judge Jones. Maybe our, our lack of a general emotion in the Jones family. It, we were just kind of <laughs> like, ah, oh. we were like, I was like, oh, it's, and, and we liked the guy. I mean, we always been there my whole life, you know? And yeah. It was just like, it was like, you know, kind of like, oh, we're, we're all three of us are just kind of like, God, that's just sucks. Right. Anybody want a sandwich? Like, right. I mean, that's kind of what it was. was it. We just kind of went on from there. Yeah. Well, it, was a, it, was, it was a bummer, but you know. It's not a bummer if he's 93 years old and he's dying on the toilet, I think. Well, it's a bummer. It's a bummer to find the neighbor on the toilet dead. I mean, that's the bummer, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. I, uh, mm -hmm. I only saw my dad dead. That was it. Oh, is that right? That was, well, I watched him die. I, and I highly recommend Oof. that you don't do that. I highly yeah, recommend yeah, when, yeah. Like, when it's when it's time for your dad, and you know it's coming soon. Give him a kiss on the forehead and go. You're on your own, man. Thanks for a great life. I love you and run. Yeah. <laughs> run away. My dad died. Immediately, you realize there's something more than just a stupid body. Because then, it like I was looking at a mannequin, whatever made my dad him was long gone. I understand the right. dead part, but I'm talking about possibly a soul. You feel like this thing went from uh, something you really cared about and loved to just a just a a, a mannequin. So the soul just yeah. uh, who who knows what happens, but you feel something happen immediately as soon as the person dies, and then man, that nature right. that nature doesn't waste any fucking time. Holy shit! Kicks in. Kicks, kicks in, in quick. real quick the, the color of it of his body start changing immediately i'm like oh my god get me the hell out of here yeah yeah did you get your mom a skylight frame for mother's day a skylight frame for mother's day no i didn't uh uh yes i got the skyline frame Opie. it's funny you should say oh yeah you got the <laughs> skylight frame did you oh yes i did absolutely absolutely you know Tell me what the skylight frame is all about, Mr. Judge Jones. Do you even know? No, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I'm guessing you have an interest in it. Well, it's a it's a picture frame, right? Yes. And then you're in Florida and your mom's in Texas, and all of a sudden you're you know, your dog's jumping off the back of the boat and stuff, and you're taking pictures like, oh my god, the dog just jumped off my boat. And right. Then you send the pictures to your mom's uh skylight frame, and then when she wakes up in the morning to make her little tea, and there's the, the picture frame right on the kitchen counter. All of a sudden, she sees brand new pictures from Judd Jones, and she feels oh, like she's wow. still a part of your life, there, Judd. Wow, that's a How good. That's that? a that's a great Mother's Day gift, right there, yeah, boy. Man. You could take pictures of dogs jumping, dead bodies on the toilet. You can do anything. <laughs> oh my god! 
can do Matt, anything. Yeah. I think you should get one for your mom. And if you use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, I think you get $10 off. $10 off. Well, if you divvy up some of this fucking cash you're getting, maybe I can get it for free. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the picture frame is perfect for Mother's Day. Don't do the flowers. Don't do the chocolate. Don't do the gold-dipped roses. Get the Skylight Frame from skylightframe.com. Spell it out for me. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T. Skylightframe.com. Promo code O-P-I-E. -O it's, it's wonderful. I think it sounds great. I'm going to look it up. I am. That's a great idea. Yeah, right on, man. Cool. <laughs> what, what else, I mean, you, you could give me like a sheet beforehand to give me a heads up, maybe a little research on it. Like, oh, yes, the Skyline frame up. No, yes, man, why would I do it that way when I can make you look awkward? I'd rather make my friend look awkward. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 don't, I don't live in awkward. I can handle it all. Doesn't matter to me. All right. <laughs> I wanted to do a special live stream with you on the one-year anniversary of uh, our pal Vic Kenley. I mean, I can't believe it's been a year already. That's nuts. And then I uh, – yeah. I'll be honest with you. I woke up that day just bummed out, man. Bummed out, and I blew it off. Yep. But I think I think you talked to his mom, right? I talked to his mom a couple days before. I I just I didn't, and it, and it wasn't like selfish reasons. I just didn't necessarily know if she'd want to talk to Vic's friend on that day for some reason. You know, I don't know. I mean, I talk. I've been talking to her every couple of months or something. I'll give her a call and and chat with her. But she told me. So I asked her. Uh, I said. I asked. I said. Well, did you have you gotten the vaccine? And she said, well, I've got to wait a couple months. And I said, cause she's like 87 years old. Yeah. And I said, I said, why do you have to wait? I said, why do you have to wait a couple months? And she says, well, she's like, you know, just like Vic used to impersonate her. She's real Southern. She's like, well, Judd, I tell you about, uh, about, uh, six weeks ago, I caught COVID. Wow. I was like, what? At, this woman has not gone anywhere for yeah. a year. Like the family. Like they, I mean, they are not taking any chances at all. I've talked to Vic's brother a couple of times too. And I'm like, how, I'm like, what's, where did you go? Or like, what was, she thinks, and it's just, she's probably to the optometrist and she goes, she goes in there and neither the doctor nor any of the nurses were wearing masks. Really? Nothing. And this was like two months ago. Right. And I'm like, oh my God. And she goes in there right after that, she got sick and she said, she goes, I've never been so sick in my whole life. She goes, I thought I was going to die. I'm like, oh, my God. And then so now I'm like, you know, wishing death upon an optometrist in <laughs> Alabama, because how, how do you how do you not, you know, have a mask? You're dealing with people's eyes and you get up in that machine all close and shit. And yeah. she said even the nurses didn't have it. And she was like, I was going to say something. But then I thought, well, I'm wearing my mask, so it's OK. And I'm like, oh, my God. So this poor woman, you know, with everything that's going on with her, she was just stuck, sick as can be, alone in her house. But when I talked to her, she still said she had some, like, kind of residual effects or whatever, but that she was feeling a lot better. And this was, yeah. Um, well, yeah, this was, like, I guess around a, a, a well, month ago when I talked to her. I, I think people just don't want to be rude, you know? So if you're in a situation where someone's not wearing a mask, in a lot of cases, you just, you, you, don't, I, you don't speak up for whatever reason. I mean, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, I would just leave. I mean, I personally wouldn't have had a problem doing that. But yeah. I mean, how do you not, even though it is Alabama, I get it. But how a doctor's office, like, yeah. how do you not have, you know, of all places? I don't know. But she made it through. That's good. This can be, man, it's hard. I mean, it's still hard. It's always going to be hard. They were such a close family, you know. And I mean, 
you know, Vic, I mean, God, he was like the glue that kept them all together. He's, you know, fun Vic who'd come into town and, right. you know, swoop everybody up and have a good time. And, you know, they always kept up with everything that he was doing and all that. So he was the youngest of the three of them, you know. Terrible. But, um, yeah, man. Terrible. Ter terrible deal. But oh, I'll tell you, any of your uh, fans want to see something kind of, I think it's kind of cool. If you got Amazon Prime, uh, Evening at the Improv. Yeah, there's like four four episodes of Vic. He did that nice. show a lot, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool because I think it was it was like started from the like 1990. I think was the first one he was on or something like that. Right. So that's pretty cool to check out. Yeah, pretty funny. I, you know, I've never uh, checked that out. I, I definitely got to do so. You've had a, a hell of a run there, man, Judd Jones. It's been a good trip. Very interesting trip. That's How's for Florida? sure. Um, yeah, Florida, fan, fantastic. I mean, we. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, it's like I feel like I'm retired living down there, but I haven't accomplished <laughs> enough yet, you know. It's 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 a weird thing, but I've got I've got five shows in Sarasota next weekend. Beautiful. Uh it's it's in a it's in a yoga studio in Sarasota. Really? <laughs> yeah, so if anybody's in uh, Sarasota, it's hotyogaforyou.com. And the 4 I, is the number 4. hotyogaforyou.com. Are you going to so be doing comedy while they're all in their you know bras and panties and underpants or what well i'm, I'm gonna be wearing yoga pants i don't know about everybody oh, else but God. you know just to, just to fit in no but it's like two shows two shows friday three shows saturday but this dude i knew him from new york and he lives in sarasota he's actually a retired garbage man from new york city but he's like my age he must have started out like right when he was a teenager or something yeah but he's all into yoga he's all into yoga and he and his wife opened a studio in Sarasota, like I don't know, I think they've had that for a while, and uh, so he just started uh, doing these pop-up shows like once a month. All right. And I think he's done. I think he's done like three or four months. I mean, I've seen video. There's a good amount of people that show up. And right. He, I mean, he he's, he does it right, man. He's got a small stage, got a spotlight, got a good sound system. He blacks out all the windows, and uh, makes a comedy a little comedy room out of it. So and that'll be. And those yoga people don't need chairs. That's true. They just sit on the ground. That's they, right. They just sit on the ground. Right. They can do a uh, downward facing <laughs> dog, which would be a nice view for you, Judge Jones. Oh, that well depends depends on the yogi, I guess. You know, <laughs> yeah, depends on yeah. Do you depends do yoga at all? No, no, no. I'm not a. I'm not one to yoga. I've yoga. Never. I yoga. That doesn't that doesn't surprise me at all. I just said I yoga. Doesn't surprise me in the least. Oh, but it has to be in a thermos. I mean, he's all particular about. Like he's got HEPA filters in there and shit. Like you yeah. know, he's very, you know, you know, co he's making it very uh, COVID uh, friendly or whatever you'd say. Yeah. So it ought to be ought to be pretty cool. Definitely, it'll be interesting. God, that's damn, for sure. Man. Any anything to get that comedy career going. That's that's that. Well, at least you're you're gonna start getting back. You know. Well, and that's doing it again. You're starting at a yoga place. <laughs> hey man, it, 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 there's going to be an audience there and it pays. So I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, does the yoga studio just smell like farts? Because I can't be surprised if it does. Right. I mean, that's oh, the whole thing yeah. with yoga. And, and right. especially because so, it's hot yoga, know. it smells, it smells like BO to be honest. With you. Oh, a lot of people think true. it would be, uh, you know, pretty cool and kind of a turn on to do hot yoga, but it's, it stinks. Oh my God. Does it yeah. stink like BO? And if, and if that scent yeah, doesn't no. match up with what you like, it's, oh, it's awful. <laughs> God awful. <laughs> it doesn't match up with the yoga scent that you like. No, yeah. you know what I'm no, saying. No, I'm sure it's when, all. 
but right, when you right, when you right, match sure. up the when you match up the scent with somebody, then you know you know you're you're compatible. And other times right. you go in and you're like, oh my god, right? right? Just a, just a little desirable funk. Yeah, right? a little bit, a yeah. little, little taste. What do you do to like calm the mind and uh, and try to stay healthy there, Judge Jones? If you're not doing the yoga. Uh oh! As far as like exercise and shit, whatever, whatever. Is that what you're? Is that what you're getting at? I don't. Uh, not not a big cardio person. Uh, I know that's probably hard for people to believe, but I don't do much cardio. But I lift weights and dumbbells like at least every other day in my office. Oh really? Like, I've, I've done that. I've done that forever. Yeah, I've well, always that's... tried to maintain. I've always tried to maintain like just just enough cardio and strength to defend myself if I'm ever attacked. I like, hear that's, you. That's what that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But fuck, dude, living in Florida is like, I mean, it's it's helping the mind and soul. Like, I mean, it's just no stress, you know, just nice weather. Right. Go out, uh, go out in the boat here and there. The right. fucking dog jumped. The fucking dog jumped out of the back of the boat when I put the hammer down the other day. Really? That was a that was a new one. He just launched off the back like no problem. So I uh, had to circle back for his stupid ass. Oh, you didn't jump in after him? You got to jump in after your dog there, Judd. Who's going to drive the boat? Oh, it's just you and him in the boat? Yeah, me and the dog. Oh, wow. Just went out. Yeah, and he'd never done that before. And, right. uh Yeah, just launched straight out, and I just whistled at him, and he turned around. He started swimming, like, toward a buoy or something, like he was going to do something. Really? And, uh, yeah, I just whistled at him, and he came back around, and I – he had, like, his harness <laughs> – he had, like, his harness thing on, and I just – you know put him up yeah i don't mean to laugh but uh the you know the, the people in the in the chat they never gave up on thinking you might be a serial killer pat duffy just wrote in case i'm ever attacked actually means in case one ever fights back that's true you gotta send, you gotta send a message and then that's someone right. else is saying you're, you're actually using the dumbbells to bludgeon your victims no, no, to tie to their ankles to drown them in the river. That's what you use the dumbbells for. Dude, they haven't God, heard a, man. It's like they haven't heard don't a know word anything, since you, know? you mentioned the fact that you've seen maybe you're too many, too many dead people. I, I, I'm with the, I'm with the people. I think you have found, yeah. I think you have found and and seen too many dead people there, Judge Jones. Nobody, nobody can prove a fucking thing. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah, but it's weird that <laughs> we're doing this and there's a nice little pond. They should be draining that pond behind you. Uh, no, they shouldn't, Opie. No, they shouldn't. No? no? To be honest with you, again, yeah. this, this part of this lake is attached to the county lake. And the one I said where my dad, I was with my dad and found the dead body there because he, he was a county judge. They were called out and all this yeah. stuff they made that lake over there into a county park specifically because of dead bodies and crime that was going on out there. Oh, no kidding. They did. So they made it to where it was a county park. And my dad, since he was county judge at the time, they had uh, signs up like welcoming you when you go to that. It was called uh, um, Saxet Lake, Saxet Lake Park. Yeah. And they, they had like these wooden things that had all the county commissioner's names on it. And my dad's name was across the top as county judge. So we would go out there, you know, because you could go boating and fishing and all that. But uh, that's why they did it. It's because too many dead bodies and too much, too much crime was going on out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing. There's also a place on the way over there where they used to, uh, like in the 80s, they would do like Satanist shit out there. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was like this curvy road. Oh, that was why they did it. The, the road was called like the Devil's Backbone or something like that because yeah. it's an old country road. And you'd top the hill. And the road would go at a 90 degree angle and there's no lights. So people would just launch off. 
Nice. And there was all sorts of people who died, died in car wrecks there. And so, yeah, then there was like, yeah, the Satanists, the local Satanist chapter or whatever took yeah, over we, that area. We had that in Northport, Northport, Long Island, uh, back, uh, wow, there's a long time ago, probably 25. Oh my God. It might even be 30 years at this point. And, and it made it into Rolling Stone magazine in, in Northport. There was a gazebo with all this uh, Satan shit written all over the place. <laughs> and one of the kids like uh, killed another kid and, and, and took his eyes out oh. and, and buried him in a shallow grave. It became a massive story in the Northport area and it, it made it into Rolling Stone magazine. Look it up. Wow. Jesus. But I think every town has that Satan stuff, right? Well, this is why you got to watch out for overly religious people. I'm telling you, man. Oh, you're not one of those religious people down there. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I really didn't. Uh, no, I got into, I went to church up until junior high and then my yeah. pa parents didn't, they didn't make me go after that point. You know, I was talking about this on the live stream. So you've done a lot of church before you, you, you bailed, right? I, I used to go to church a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the collection uh, uh, thing and they would pass it down the yeah. row and everyone would just throw their money in there. Tell me that. Tell right. me the priests and anyone that was working for the church and the volunteers that collected the money, tell me they weren't taking a taste when they had about 15 to 20 seconds uh, by themselves when they were going into the back to dump the money wherever it went. Right. Oh, sure. Tell me they weren't taking all, a taste. All, all, all that money, that's like, that's like Steve Harvey's old joke. He was like, all that money goes to the building fund. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's what that goes to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good racket though, man. No taxes. Dude, it's it's no taxes, it's cash. And you yeah. know, uh, you know, there were some other things going on in, in the church. So if you're thinking if they were doing that, then they're definitely you know, dipping their hands into oh. the baskets. Sure. Oh yeah, for sure. But no, I went to I went to a Baptist church and it was it used to be a lot of people there, but there's just that yeah, they don't have that many people that, that attend that church anymore. But I had like I had like a weird like religious, uh, well, not even religious upbringing, but I went to, what was that? I went to Presbyterian kindergarten, Episcopalian elementary, public junior high, Catholic high school, and I was raised Baptist. Damn. All of those, yeah. Yeah, all of those. I went to a Baptist uh, wake. Oh, yeah? In Boston, and I was having a damn good time, and, and stupid me, I didn't realize that, you know, everyone else was, like, uh, in tears around me, but the music was so damn good, I was really into it. <laughs> And I'm like, I, you know, because I, I was brought up Catholic. I'm like, if I went to a Baptist church every weekend, I think I would still be going. It was fun. See, I, I, think, I think the opposite. Like the Catholic church, it's like one hour and you're done, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of how that goes. Whereas the Baptist churches, I mean, sometimes they can go into two hours. Right. You know, that, that, gets, a, that gets a little long-winded. And that's what would get people upset because football started at noon. You know? Yeah, sure. So it was like, we got we to gotta get out of here. Did you see the plane that crashed in the beach on the air show? No. Oh, uh, in the ocean, that? water, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were we were there. We were there when that happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We saw one day we were in the boat and right. we just watched them fly over there. The other day we were near there and it, it was funny because the thing's coming in and it's like I'm sure a lot of people are like, this is the greatest air show ever. Look how low that plane is. Yeah. And then he just didn't pull up and then just, I mean, he landed it perfect, man. But he did. Just, he crawled out and walked ashore, and everyone freaked out. Yeah, yeah but that, that cool. shit happens a lot, though, man. There's a lot of crashes at air shows. You, you've noticed that over the years, right? We, we used to go to an like air show here in my hometown, 
and they they the way they had it they had pyrotechnics set up out in the field so when the planes would come in there was like a world war ii broadcast they were putting out on the speakers and the planes would dive down and just explosions everywhere you'd feel the heat like you imagine do, them doing that now like in front of a crowd no like they would never do that God. nowadays oh yeah, it was great way. yeah what, yeah what do you think about the helicopter on mars man oh yeah that's pretty cool I that's don't think cool. it's cool at all. Why? Because it's going up in the air like 20 feet, and, and then they're not doing anything. Oh, sorry. They're on fucking Mars. That's not impressive in and of itself. They're flying not, something on Mars. Not really. Oh, you want more. You want well, more. Well, I want, like, uh, I want to, yes, I do want more from the helicopter on Mars. I haven't seen shit with that thing yet. You want to, you want to. They're not doing anything that you could do in the fucking desert. Well, th this is true. So what you're wanting is to see a human being on Mars with their spacesuit crack open and their face explode. You want to see well, something yes. like that? I kind of yes. do too. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be really yeah, cool. Of course. Well, the, the, way, the way Elon Musk makes it sound like, what did he say the other day? He was like, there's going to be people that die. Like, right. there's going to be people of that course. die when we go to Mars. Right. You know, right. But there'll, still be, <laughs> there'll be a whole line of people that will sign up for that mission still, knowing that the odds are... Some of them aren't going to make it. They will sign oh, up. Oh, sure. Now, let Absolutely. me ask you this. Why do, why do you think we never went back to the moon since 19, what was the last year? 72, 73, maybe? Right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, what else was there to do? I mean, we got all the fucking sand. It's the moon. I'm going with your thing. But there's nothing else like Mars. The, the, you know, right now we're doing, you know, tests and experiments and shit or whatever that I guess they did on the moon. I mean, there's not much to see on the moon. After so a certain how about you point, just go right? back to the moon? It's closer. Well, aren't, they, aren't they going to do that too? And why Why wouldn't you just go to the moon and start a space station there? Well, talk to Elon Musk. He's probably got it on the books. Well, why not? He's probably going to get the, that why all figured out. Why have something orbiting around when you can like, uh, establish something on the moon? Right. And, and who, who wouldn't watch that every day? That would be badass on the internet. Sure. Absolutely. Like, yeah, live stream from the moon. Yeah, all of a sudden, an astronaut's walking out the side door. He's hopping around and peeing. Like, it would be amazing to watch. <laughs> I don't know that they do that on the moon outside, necessarily, like it's in the country or something. Dude, I had... Uh, you think? Oh, my God. I had one of the astronauts <laughs> on, and he was bragging that he was the first person on the moon to take a leak. On the moon or in his suit? In his suit. He's not whipping it out on the moon. I, I, I think he whipped it out. No, dude. Then your spacesuits. Then your spacesuits open. Then you're fucked. How are you fucked? He probably, he probably peed in his little depends or whatever he's wearing. Well, that's still cool. <laughs> now, but that's not taking a leak on the moon. The guy is not whipping it out on the surface of the moon. Buzz Aldrin, first man and, to pee on the moon. So, so he's standing on the moon and he pees in his suit. I, I think he whipped it out. I don't think so, dude. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I can't know see how that's even remotely possible. You know what? For the beauty of the podcast, listen to the story right now. Buzz Aldrin talking about peeing on the moon for the first time. Buzz, you weren't the first man uh, to walk on the moon, but you had some firsts up there, right? Yeah. You were yeah. The, weren't you the first one to urinate on the moon? I was reading. Yes, that's right. That's pretty uh, cool. That's awesome. We, uh, see, <laughs> you, you use the right word. Uh, it's... Uh, well, you're you a gentleman. I wanted to clean it up for you. Is a bag. Now you have to connect yourself to the 
bag. And, oh, yeah. And everybody ordered uh, large size. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So you've, you've been uh, in the spacecraft for a while, and this thing might be uh, getting full. And if, if you're out there for a long time, uh, the device was called the UCD, a urine collection device. Urine collection device. device. Oh. Okay. Oh. So I call myself. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we had to empty those out. We had the suits on, yeah. so there was another bag and a valve in the thigh, and you'd hook them together, then you'd sort of push like this. <laughs> uh, and we threw those overboard as garbage later on. They're still there on, on the moon. <laughs> so when I got out, I knew that I had an empty bag. For some reason, when I got down to the bottom of the ladder, the checklist said, uh, well, sort of hold on so you won't lose your balance and uh, check the mobility in this new environment of 1-6 gravity. Well, heck, I looked out the window and saw Neil pantsing around getting a, a contingency sample for 20 minutes or so, so I know knew that that surely wasn't going to be a problem. So I got down to the bottom of the ladder. I uh, had a moment or two and uh, had the urge. And I knew, <laughs> I knew that things were hooked together, no leaks and an empty bag. So, yeah. And a boy. That's pretty that great. Was, so, yeah. so, so you how calm yourself you were. at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. Nice. That's good for boss. That's great. While Neil's showing off, you're having a good pee. Good for <laughs> you. <laughs> when you get older, it doesn't quite... Uh, uh, come on demand. <laughs> there's so many there's so many reasons. Like the guy did not whip his dick out on the moon and pee. Where did the pee go? Up in his face? Where where did that, his, his pressurized suit uh was open. So yeah. he's fine. I think you heard they ran out of uh like beds on the, the space station and they had too many astronauts up there, so they were gonna put a couple guys on the ceiling to sleep. That's going to be a miserable sleep when you're at the space station. Is it? If there's no, if there's no gravity, I mean, they just put a belt on and strap them to the ceiling, right? I, mean, I need my head resting on something solid. I can't be floating all around willy-nilly trying to get a few Zs. I had a waterbed, which was the closest <laughs> to sleep, sleeping in space, I would say, because, you know, you're fucking you know, moving around and it almost feels weightless, right? But I always had to put, right. I always had to put my head on the base of the waterbed. It had to be on something solid or I couldn't sleep. <laughs> right. Just like the moon. <laughs> I think it's close enough. <laughs> would you, would you, if you had the opportunity to go up in the SpaceX capsule, would you go? In a second. I would be scared out of my mind. I'm not going to make believe I wouldn't be scared, but hell yeah. 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 I, I, I would do that. I would totally do that. Yeah. That's pretty wild. I watched the, the splashdown thing that they did yesterday when they came back. That's pretty badass. Now, speaking of Elon Musk, you know he's going to be on Saturday Night Live. As right. soon as you mentioned Saturday Night Live, people have to say, uh, you know, remember when SNL was funny? Sure, sure, sure. You know, right. you know they're still funny. It's probably not, like, unbelievably funny anymore, but they still get it done from time to time. you got to be honest about that, being a comedian there, Judd Jones. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I don't watch it on a regular basis, but I might see, you know, some one of the sketches they put up or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and it's just like any other show, though, dude. It's not going to be for everybody. 
you know. True. Well, my but, point uh, is this, though. So uh, I guess some of the cast members are triggered because Elon Musk is going to be hosting SNL with uh, Miley Cyrus, right? Triggered. Mm. They're be triggered. So Lauren Michaels wow. actually told the cast that they don't have to perform with Elon Musk if they don't want to. And my thought, and you're a stand-up oh. comedian, I, this is a statement, but I, I believe it with all my heart. I don't think a comedian should ever be triggered ever, ever, ever. How are you a comedian and being triggered? Well, I, I don't see how that's even possible because if you if you're if you have a mindset as a comedian, you're always trying to find the, the funny in anything, right? You know, and so even if you don't like Elon Musk because he's what a gazillionaire or whatever, let those juices flow to come up with something that would make it funny, or, you know, or that you could use him for to do, you know, to do that. I don't know. Yeah, the the, the triggered thing, but see, that's why that that's a real weird thing to me because I mean, it was just kind of put into my head from the beginning like you're the opposite of that right you know if you're if you're trying to do stand-up comedy like you're not you don't get offended you don't you don't uh get offended by any anything a joke a comedian says you don't right. uh, take offense to anything i mean that's that's not that's not the mindset to have you know well, but i don't know your business is filled with a bunch of comedians that are easily triggered now and, my, and, and your right. rap was exactly mine because when you're a comedian and something bothers you, you got the skill set to take the piss out of it. And you That's can make it. I mean, you should. Musk in front of his face and he wouldn't even be able to fight back in that arena. But to be right. triggered well, and I go think... to Lauren Michaels' office and go, I, I can't appear with Elon Musk. He triggers me. That's embarrassing for, for all stand-up comedians. I, I guess they don't like Elon Musk just because he's rich. Like, I, I, don't I don't know I, that he did or, or did or said anything in particular. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Well, you're starting to freeze up again right. there, Joe Jones. Yeah, I think we've done it, and I'm about to lose juice on my phone. When you go back to Florida. All right. Well, we've co covered a lot of ground. Dead bodies and shit. Um, Peeing on the moon. Flying back. Flying on the moon. Yeah. Going back, flying back uh, Wednesday. All right. And then, yeah, dr driving to Sarasota on Friday. Or the yoga yeah. thing. Hotyogaforyou.com for tickets. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take, take what I can get at this point. What yeah. happened to our right. lives, Judd? We had it good. We were at Death Parts. We were podcasting, hanging out with our friends. They decided to die. A pandemic hits. Now I'm doing this. You're That's doing right. that. What the fuck? Fuck. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Just trying to get it all figured out. Stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your visit with your uh, your parents. I haven't seen my mom in, uh, you know, it's been four years now, but I knew the pandemic was coming. But I'm starting to think maybe I should go and see her too now that things are opening yeah. up. Yeah, that's going to take a lot more than a skyline frame, I'll tell you that. At this four point, years. it is. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy, is yeah. it. Right. <laughs> all right, dude. I'll catch up with you. All right, watch out for that alligator, Judge Jones. For sure. I'm going to go check it out. All right, man.